0: I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. Do you ever have this nagging feeling in the back of your head that you aren't quite worthy of your accomplishments, that if people knew the real you, they wouldn't be so impressed, that maybe you're not all that you're cracked up to be. Well, if that's you, I want you to know that that voice, that feeling is something that's called imposter syndrome, also known as the imposter experience. And my next guest has a unique take on what imposter syndrome really points to, and how you can move past it. So if that's where you are, you're definitely going to want to check out the full-length episode. But for now, I wanna introduce you to Sean Quintero. He's my coach, he's helped me to grow exponentially in my business, and I know that you will be blessed by his journey to becoming an author. Take a listen. Well, Sean, welcome to Publishing Secrets. I'm excited about this opportunity to share with our listening audience about your journey as an author, and I just know uh, that it's going to inspire other people to get started. So I'd love for you to start by talking to us about your first book and who that book was really
1: written for. Yeah, well, thanks so much to Coach Tan for letting me be a part of this podcast, and thank you everyone who's listening. My very first book was written when I was 21 years old, and it was actually written out of a lot of frustration and anxiety that I was feeling with what I was seeing in the world. I grew up in a city that was in, that that declared bankruptcy twice. Um, it was incredibly poverty stricken, and Uh, over 50% of the residents were on some type of government welfare that they relied on in order to pay rent. In other words, if they didn't get that support, they'd be homeless. So it was an incredibly difficult uh, environment to grow up in. And I was watching, you know, in high school and just growing up as a young adult, watching my friends do things that I know they were, when I know they were capable of more, they were settling for jobs or they were settling for positions or circumstances that I knew hey, there's something better out there. And so I wrote a book called Better and it took me about three months to write. And I made a decision uh, after hearing a piece of advice, which was uh, choose who to be and go be it. And so I said, I'm gonna write a book because I wanna be an author. And what do authors do? Well, they write. So I'm gonna write even if it's just five minutes a day right before going to bed. And what I discovered was that really helped alleviate a lot of the overwhelm that I felt with writing the book. Oftentimes people feel like, man, writing a book just is such a big project. But I dwindled it down to five minutes a day, even if it was just one sentence, I was gonna write something. And sometimes those five minutes turned into like an hour long session. One time it turned into a three hour long session. Sometimes it was really only five minutes because that's all I had in me that day. And so I wrote this book and I was, I was a 21-year-old with a minimum wage part-time job. So I got no money at this point for publishers or for branding <laughs> or for design or for formatting. So I wrote this book, and then I didn't know what to do with it until I had an idea. You know what? I could print this at Office Depot or at Kinko's. And so I went. I printed a couple of copies. Um, I think it was about 50 copies. And then I three-hole punched them. And I grabbed some yarn from the dollar store and I tied yarn in the holes to kind of collect it together. And then I told a ton of my friends from the church I was at the school I had attended. And I said, Hey, I'm releasing my book. Um, I selected a date and I went to my parents and I said, can I use your backyard to like have this party where I release my book? And they said, yeah, let's do it. So 50 people show up. I'm sitting on our patio and you know, God woke me up in the middle of the night, right before that event. And he said, he gave me this beautiful vision of not just signing books, because I knew people were going to ask, oh, can you sign it? Because that's always fun. But he gave me this image of me putting a handprint on it. And it was a representation of not my handprint, but his hand over the book. And so what happened was I went that morning, Mm -hmm. I grabbed a can of paint And you can imagine like it's, it's evening, there's 50 people sitting around some bonfires. I'm sitting, talking about the book, reading a couple of the first chapter, and then I start selling it for five bucks. Now, as an entrepreneur, that was the first $5 I made from a, (laughs) from a product, which was so cool. And people bought it. And instead of signing it, I dipped my hand in this paint can, dripping all over the patio, mind you, (laughs) and then putting it in (laughs) on the front of each of the book, um, that, books that were bought. Now that paint is literally still there on those patios. My parents uh, still bring it up occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> but it was such a cool opportunity for me to release something that was inside of me that I believe God put inside of me without mm-hmm. needing all the resources and needing all the things that you're supposed to have when you write this book. But that book really led me to opening my eyes to what was possible because from that book, people started businesses. They saw, Hey, there was something better for me. And they went into ministry. They went back to school. Mm -hmm. They got their GED. I mean, there were things that were taking place because they wrote this book and it inspired them into action. And I knew if I could expand the impact that this book was having from my parents' Mm -hmm. backyard to maybe a global audience, then it would be awesome. So I ended up writing the second book that I have and went through the publishing route and the impact was astronomical. Um, but what's so cool is if it's God's will, if God gives you something to do, mm. he's going to make a way for it to happen. No matter what your resources look like, your connections, your influence, no matter what that looks like, God will always make a way. And so uh, in the forward of my book, literally if, of better, I have it written the first paragraph I wrote this book. No one gave me permission to write this book. No one told me to write it or told me I should write it or forced me to write it. I wanted to write it, and so I did. And that's just the beginning. So if you have a desire that God's placed in your heart, go do it. Pursue it with all you have because he's going to make a way for it to be successful.
0: Wow, so inspiring. And it all started with faith, believing that it could be done, and then obedience. You didn't have all the resources, but as you said, God created a way, and then he expanded your territory and allowed you to go the publishing route. I know that this is touching so many people as they are listening. Talk to us just a little bit about what happened next. What did that open up for you from an entrepreneurial standpoint?
1: Yeah, so it really opened my eyes to what was possible, like I said. So I wrote... Um, another book for a community that I have such a passion for, which is Christian entrepreneurs. And I noticed that they had a lot of questions when it came to building business, uh, making money and not feeling like money was going to change them. And so I ended up writing another book for them, sold hundreds of copies the first couple of days. And what's really cool about that book is because I went the publishing route, I worked with the designer. I hired someone to format my book, design it, publish it, go through that whole process I now have pictures of my book being in Israel at the Sea of Galilee. I have a picture of my book being at the border of the South and North Korean um, borderline where they were bringing my book into that country. Um, I now have a picture of my book in you know, Mongolia, in Russia, in Australia, mm. in the Philippines, um, in Canada, in Mexico, and across the U.S. And it was really cool to see how you know a kid who grew up in, in an incredibly difficult environment who launched his first book in his parents' backyard, could have that wide of a global impact, not because of who I am, mind you, because I'm the worst writer on the planet, but because (laughs) of who God is and what God is able to do despite my weaknesses. Wow.
0: So now you are serving Christian entrepreneurs and helping them grow and develop. Tell us, just give us a little bit of a taste of what this Facebook group that you've built is all about and what its mission is.
1: Yeah, so it's called Christian Entrepreneurs Building Your Business with Purpose. Uh, You look at secular business, business, the whole purpose of business is to maximize profit. And if you look at corporate, there's a lot of corporate greed. There's a lot of corporations run by profit and not by people. And I wanted to say, you know what? There's an opportunity to do business with God, not for him, because we're not slaves to him. We're servants, we're, 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 we're children, and he wants to do business with us. So there's this awesome opportunity to do business with him, for his people and with purpose behind it. And of course you're going to make money in business. That's, you know, you're solving real problems for real people for profit, Mm -hmm. but at the core fundamental driver, the core motivator of that business is people. And how can I serve people so extraordinarily? It just makes sense for them to give us money uh, in reciprocation of that transformation and change. And so the core foundation, the, the whole purpose of that group is to bring Christian entrepreneurs together and allow each other to support each other. I, if I can just say this, I hate guru culture where it's like, follow the one person their way and only their way. It just doesn't make sense. I, I mm-hmm. like a God culture, follow God. God tells you to do something, go do it. Even if the gurus tell you opposite, so this community isn't focused on one expert telling you how to do one thing one way. It's let's come together. Let's hear from God and let's support each other as we're obedient to his will.
0: That is so awesome. God culture. I love that. So I know that those that are listening are going to want to learn more about this Facebook group and stay up to date with your latest project. So tell our listening audience how they can best stay connected with you. And again, how they can be a part of this Facebook group.
1: Yeah, go ahead and just look us up on Facebook, Christian Entrepreneurs Building Your Business with Purpose. You're going to click join. We're going to add you to the group and you're going to be surrounded by 10,000 other Christian entrepreneurs, um, as well as be able to meet me and we'll be able to connect and have a conversation, which will be really cool. Um, you can also le- check out our website, thelegacytribe.com. Um, our business is not just about luxury. It's about building a legacy for our kids or grandkids or great grandkids, the people that are part of our families that will never see this side of life. Uh, and so mm-hmm. we, our goal is to always build legacy and purpose and impact profit, income, luxury. That's all a result of legacy, purpose, and impact. So, uh, Join us uh, at our website, thelakecetribe.com, or look us up on Facebook.
0: Awesome. John, I appreciate you being here and sharing your words of wisdom and sharing your journey with our audience. And I know they're going to want to check out the full-length episode, but I would love, before you go, if you could speak a word of encouragement. Maybe it's someone who has started the process of writing. They have a few pages that they've jotted down they haven't hit their stride, or maybe they're having trouble hitting that first set of words on paper. What advice would you give them to help them get started?
1: Yeah. So um, if it's okay, I'm actually going to just read a couple of paragraphs from my mm-hmm. book that, sure. are, that we don't, I, I no longer sell. Nobody has access to it, but I think it'll be really um, inspiring for people who are authors and who want to write their book. So uh, here, here, here's, here's the, the, paragraph or two. This, is book, this book is my reaction to indifference, apathy, carelessness, and passivity. This is me helping you choose the best of you over the worst of you. This book is designed to give you permission to take back your life and fulfill every dream deeply ingrained inside of you. It is my goal that as you read these pages and work the system, you will find a brand new transformed you. That the person you are right now will be but a shadow of the person you will be after doing the work. Why? I think the better question is, why not? Who could you become? What kind of legacy could you leave? What dreams could you make realities? It's time to start believing in yourself and in the person you could be. It's time for you to become who you've always wanted to be. This book, these pages, the words you're about to read and the podcast you're listening to. It was all created for you. Here's to you.
0: Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to encourage and inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. In order to stay up to date on our episodes, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you will be notified. And if this episode has been a blessing to you, Do me a favor, rate and review. Until next time, God bless.